Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana, here in studio with producer Shar. If this is your first time joining us, we are a recovery podcast that has been around for four and a half years. And we've got over 300 episodes available for you to listen to. Lots of me talking to other addicts and them sharing their stories. And it's kind of like a a meeting in a podcast, if you will. And this is our weekly roundup. And today we're going to talk about shooting heroin. Not the actual event of shooting heroin, uh, but the movie Shooting Heroin. There is a new movie that is out now called Shooting Heroin. And I had the director, Spencer Fulmar, on the show via Squadcast. And uh, we got to talk about it. It was a really, it's a really interesting concept. It's, you know, there's a town, it's a small town in Pennsylvania, which is actually where he's from. And it's plagued by overdoses, like most small towns, like almost all small towns. They're just, you know, plagued with fentanyl being in the heroin and people dying left and right. And this movie kind of takes a look at what do you do when the police don't do anything? It's kind of, you know, taking matters into your own hand as a community. And producer Shar has a question. I guess one of the first questions we always ask each other, or we always ask when a movie of that uh, that goes around like substance abuse or addiction or whatever is, did they get it right? Did this film get it right? Oh, see, I yeah, I get what you're saying. See, that's the thing is it doesn't, is it... It wasn't, and this is something I really appreciated. There was no gratuitous using scenes. So there was nothing like that, which is also a trigger for me. That's hard for me right. to watch. It's really hard for me to watch, like, somebody cook it up and actually inject it. It's like, uh, uh, it's just hard for me to see. Um, it'll probably always trigger me, but. but- but yeah, it's more from the family's perspective. So yeah, they did. They got it right. Yeah, and I guess that's what I was where I was going is like, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have like of, you know, what they're depicting, but of the emotions and the yeah. the like, you know, like if we go back to, you know, Ben is back or um Oh yeah, that one was so good. Or, you know, Beautiful Boy. It's yeah. just like the emotions that you go through. So I guess in something like this, I guess this is what's happening in small towns. Yeah. In the, in the country right now. That's right. Yeah. They're shooting heroin that's completely cut with fentanyl and people are dying because they can't take it. Um, interestingly enough, obviously, this was supposed to go, they were supposed to have a red carpet and they were supposed to do all the big I things. No, there was going to be all that. But then, you know, COVID-19 had to come and, and mess things up for just us. Just kind of had to kill everybody's fire. Yeah. And I mean, Sherilyn Finn, who is in this movie, was also supposed to do a Twin Peaks reunion live from Graceland. Oh, really? Yes, and I'm so I was so excited about that, and uh, I guess that's not happening. Well, I mean, hopefully that'll just be postponed. Yeah, everything. I mean, it looks like everybody's just kind of tossing the towel in until August. I guess so. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess that's what hap- that's what's you know, happening. School's out of session for the rest of the year. I um, can't believe that. Yeah, I just found that out. I can't believe they're doing that. Till the end of the year, yeah, and it's it's weird because I was actually listening to uh, the radio this morning, and it's like it really does affect kids, you know, from kindergarten all the way up to like college, because you like socially, you like these these kindergartners that are learning how to socialize for the first time are like they want to go to school and play with their friends, yeah, and then there's. You know, like a freshman in college, you know, is learning how to adapt. And now he has to, you know, go home and 
do school from home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? I can't imagine being a student right now during this time. It's I guess, well, I guess the only people that don't care would be like teenagers because they don't care about anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I saw I saw the funniest thing. Uh, somebody did an April Fool's joke. I saw this online where they tricked their kids. Uh, the dad was like, you're going back to school today. And the girls are all, there's three daughters and they're all like, they're all different ages. I'd say probably like 13 10 and 8 maybe and they're all standing by the car with their backpacks ready to go and then the dad sticks his head out the window and goes yeah april fools you're not going back to school and they were so butthurt i would have been the opposite at that age i would have been like dude you can't get me to go back to school but yeah they were so bummed out i was like that's a pretty mean april fools joke yeah like you you would be like, oh, you mean I get to sleep for another eight hours? Yeah, I know, exactly. I'd be like, at five. Yeah, I'd go right back to bed. I'd be like, that was a lame joke, and then go right back to bed. Yeah, and it's interesting because I, I know that they're doing, you know, people do school the way we record podcasts now, I guess, with like Zoom and Squadcast right. or whatever. Uh, but yeah, the recovery community is, in from my eye, has never been stronger. Like, it looks really just people are just, I'm in part of so many, like, COVID-19 remote recovery groups on Facebook and all, like, I can now go to meetings all over the world. Like, that's my goal. I kind of want to go to 50 meetings in 50 days. Yeah, like, you said that you went to a meeting with Zippy in Louisiana. Yes, <laughs> I did. Yes. I know. And that's my favorite thing. Now my cat can go to meetings with me. <laughs> well, you don't have to leave the house, which is all, like... You would never leave the house if it wasn't for me. <laughs> I know. I mean, I've never been a fan of leaving the house. Any- yeah, exactly. That's the only reason I leave the house is to go to meetings. It's like... To go to meetings and exercise, right? <laughs> yeah, to go to meetings and to exercise. And then to record. That- yeah, that's it. It's the only reason I leave the house. Um, but, but yeah, no, but the recovery community is like, there's just so many resources for us out there right now. And then there's films like this that are coming out. Yeah, exactly. And like I was saying, this film will not be a trigger. You know, it maybe if you've lost someone to the to the disease of addiction, yeah, and, and it's sad. It's going to produce feelings, but it's not. You know, like I said, there's no gratuitous shooting up. Not scenes. like the Motley Crue movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. Well, I, I think I, as you the first somebody was like, I think right after you saw it, you were like, yeah, you shouldn't see this, and yeah. I was like, yep, I get like Requiem for a Dream. I'll never see that movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to. <laughs> I, I think I lived it. Is there a way we can edit those parts out so that you can watch? It? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, we need to do that with you. Uh, so, uh, if anybody doesn't know, um, Dana's got two triggers: uh, hurting animals and uh, heroin. <laughs> yeah. Like if anybody hurts Cooking an heroin. animal, <laughs> yeah, hurting an animal and watching drugs being injected is just things I can't deal with. <laughs> But I mean, because it, it's like, a, it's a trigger and, and they never show, you know, when they show movies, when somebody fixes, they never show them being miserable. Well, I mean, they probably do, but all I can see is the fu- the look on their face, you know, and it's like, it just makes me miss it. And I don't want to feel like that ever. What about a movie like um, Pulp Fiction? Was that a trigger for you mm-hmm. when they were cooking it? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. 
And especially like when he was driving and smoking a cigarette, and he just really—that's uh, funny because like, that's exactly the—that's exactly oh, the picture I have in my head. God. Where he's, he's where they had that whole scene mm-hmm. of them of him shooting of cooking and shooting the heroin, and then he's in the car where he's just kind of like just zoned out. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And I used to live like that. But yeah, and they just made it look really beautiful. Like, I, I hate when they do that. Like I hate when they make me miss it. Yeah, because. So, and then um, the cast for this film. The cast for Shooting Heroin was amazing. So, Sherilyn Fenn, of course, Kathy Moriarty, Nicholas Tarturo, and Alan Powell, something like that. He's, I had actually never heard of him, but he was great. He reminded me of, of Bradley Cooper. Oh, really? Yeah, he was, he's got some very Bradley Cooper thing going on. But, yeah, it, it was just, it was really good acting, and... Um, it's just, yeah, it's it's poignant and it's topical right now. And I know that, you know, the op- opioid crisis is probably getting overshadowed right now because we've got COVID-19 happening, but it's still happening. And as I said in the interview, like heroin addicts have the most compromised respiratory systems in the world. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine how many of them are going to get affected and, and killed by, by coronavirus, you know? Right. And then they're out there because they're not caring. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I, I would not have cared. Like if I was using, if you, you were know, using right now, I wouldn't. I would not you'd stop. Be, you'd just be out in the world. I'd just be like, fuck it. You'd be that person licking the fruit. No, <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't fuck with anybody. No, I'd just be doing my thing and slowly dying on the inside. <laughs> like no, yeah, no, I wouldn't be one of the a fucking millennial toilet licker or whatever that is. The toilet challenge. Oh god. I know. I know. It's it's like you know what. I look at kids who do that, and I'm like, I think, I think, sticking a needle in your arm makes more sense than what you're doing. Like, at least I didn't do that. At least I didn't just jam needles in my arm. There was an actual thing that I was doing. Like, I wouldn't go around just like drinking toilet water. <laughs> you know what? Like what? What? I don't know. Maybe we just need to thin out the herd. I think that's what's happening. <laughs> that's what's happening right now. Is yeah. The herd is being thin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting. Look what's happening in Florida right now. All those people that went to the Oh, beach. my God. The people who went to the beach and the people who went to spring break and the people who went to fucking Mardi Gras. I actually know, not like personally, but through someone who works with my aunt, four people who died from Mardi Gras this year. Really? Mardi Gras killed four people that are wow. directly know my family. Yeah. Wow. I can't believe they allowed it to even happen. Well, I'm... I mean, yeah, granted, I th- this is the thing is, I think, yeah, we reacted late, mm. but I mean, like this, when, when Mardi Gras happened, when Mardi Gras happened, it was just starting to outbreak in Italy. Oh, right. Yeah. So it was, a l- I, it's like, I think we were like maybe a week or two too late. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, totally. Yeah. they saved all the Irish people. <laughs> Oh yeah, because oh uh, yeah, all the lockdowns began the Monday, the Sunday or Monday before St. Patrick's Day. Oh, good because that holiday always is like rookie night to me. I was like, who are these people and why are they outside? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to dwell too much on on Corona stuff since everybody else in the world is. That's all they're talking about. Oh my god, I know, and you know. You know, it's uh, but we are on lockdown. We do find time to be able to record 
together yeah. once a week. Yeah, and like social I, distancing. There's nobody yes. in this building. We're allowed to be open. And we want to do, um, we want to get some of you on the show via Squadcast. Yeah, we've got a list now. Yes. I always say we have a list. I, I know. Everybody's going to get tired of hearing, like, oh, she's full of shit. She always says we have a list, but we do have a list. Yeah, and Russell Brand, you're fucking on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but we are kind of ramping into, you know, doing, you know, we've got this thing that I've uh, kind of dialed into now called Squadcast so that we can record separately. Yeah, well, and like, it makes it really easy. Like, you know, I normally prefer to have guests in studio. I just, it's my preference. Just, I'd rather talk to someone when we're doing yeah, a show. Yeah, listen but, to you complain to me about that. I know. <laughs> but this, I like. I actually like Squadcast, and it's a good way to get people in other places to be on Radio Rehab. Yeah, we're looking for people, but right now we're doing, um, we're doing these. We're going to do weekly roundups now that we have Squadcast. We can't. We don't have an excuse. Yep, that's right. Not to do weekly roundups, so we could we could at least bring you that. Um, I think next week we need to talk about what we're what we're binge watching during. Uh, Absolutely, next apocalypse. week we'll talk about what we're binge watching. Hopefully, we got, I I start binge meetings a little bit. We got to talk about doing. Tiger Shark. I got to save it. Like we can't do it now. The Tiger King. Oh, tiger, I know. Yeah, yeah. Why do I say Tiger Shark? I don't know. I'm like Tiger fucking Shark. What is that? Tiger King. Tiger. Yes, uh, we are going to talk about. I love Joe Exotic. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, we're going to talk about that next week, and I should be done with Ozark next week. You don't watch Ozark, do you? That's the thing is I wanted to start it, and I think I started I started like the first couple episodes of the first season and like started oh. to fall asleep. Oh. So, but I liked what I saw. It was just like, I, it was one of those things where I had nothing to watch, and then it was right. something that put me to sleep. Yeah, the new season is, is amazing. I'm only like three episodes in, but it's so good. Like I love that show. It's yeah. really good. So, I've been binge watching uh, like uh, what is it? I've been rewatching some stuff. I, I rewatched um, Silicon Valley. Oh, you did! Oh, I'm gonna do that too because I didn't. I completely didn't even and watch. It's so Kiss my piss. Oh, good! It's so funny and so it's so smart. Funny, you know. It's I like know. They're, they're, I love it. It's very quick, and I. I Gilfoyle is my favorite. Oh yeah, I. I was watching and I was like thinking about you. I was like, dude, this is so. Yeah, I remember that night you texted me, kiss my piss. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> kiss my piss. <laughs> but uh, but we did want to check in. Like, yeah, we do have, uh, if you if you missed it, we have a new episode out that we dropped with uh, Spencer Fulmer. Yes, the director of the movie Shooting Heroin. And so. that's, out, that's out now. Go watch the movie. It's uh, video on demand. And like I said, it won't trigger you. So, yeah. And then um, everybody should see this. And then we got our weekly roundup today. We're going to try to lock up another guest next week. At the very least, we'll check in with a with a with a roundup of uh what else is going on in uh coronavirus lockdown land. That's right. Live in La Vida virus. You might be recording from a booth. I might be recording from a booth in my house. You never know. Which means that which will for for everybody if pulling the curtain back, you'll be able Dana's Dana's got a new booth on order, and when that booth arrives, uh, yes! we can record whenever we want. Totally, yeah. So I'm super excited about from that. our homes. <laughs> yes. So, anyways. from anywhere. Um, and again, uh, if you uh, we we want people on the show, and um, so uh, reach out to us. So if you know anyone who wants to be on Radio Rehab, email us. Or if you want to be on Radio Rehab, it's Radio Rehab at GoToProductions.com. That's G-O-T-O Productions.com. You can also call or text 
415-496-9511. And you can find us on all the socials at Radio Rehab Dana. Thank you for listening. Keep coming back.